Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Oh, it's on. From the Glass House Hello. Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. They have buttons. This is Talk to Chuck. Now here's your host, Chuck Wicks. Yeah, crowd goes wild. Sorry. Oh. Or Drake. Actually, Drake White goes wild. Yes. Guys, this is our first guest of the year. We're a little <laughs> late to the party. Mm. Now, Drake, I don't want you to get too offended by that. I don't uh, get offended. We didn't wait this long uh, on purpose, really. We just, we wanted to have episodes with no guest. Mm-hmm. So you're not the first episode. Yeah. You're just the first guest. Does that make sense, Sammy? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it didn't make sense. I'm honored. Uh, Drake White, I'm honored. You look good, dude. Thanks, dude. I've always I'm thought you well. look good, though. You got a strong beard game. Got a good jawline. Great jawline. That's, my wife told me that. Really? Yeah. So, does she get mad when you grow your beard out too long? Because you, uh, a too long a beard will hide a great jawline. She's actually uh, pro pro beard, like pro pro beard. Yeah, go. I mean, I've had a beard since I was twelve. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not really? kidding. I'm not kidding, man. I could buy beer when I was like 13. Really? Yeah. What state is this? Alabama. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Alabama. I'm the only one clapping for Alabama. No, I had I had this this 
this beard, just ability to, it started grow, you know, coming in at like 12, 13 years old. And I just remember, uh, what is that? Sixth grade, seventh grade. I remember pitching and playing baseball and just being like, he's got a little bit of a beard. Yeah. Check his, uh, check his ID. Yeah. Uh, ma'am, he's in fifth grade. He doesn't have an ID. Right. No, check his ID. He's at least 18. Wow. You were that kid. But like the when you see somebody pitching, you're like, he's not twelve. He's In the good. little league world world series, where yes. the kid's like six five, you're like, yeah, that kid's not twelve. There's yeah. always those guys, those kids. <laughs> Who held Drake White back seven years? That's mm-hmm. bull crap. <laughs> anyway, well, welcome to the show, Love Country Talk of Chuck. Where you know, if you love country music, or you're a great country singer, yeah, you can be on Talk to Chuck. Thanks, man. What's going on? The optimistic. Yeah, O P T I. M-Y-S-T-I-C. Um, I mm-hmm. sucked at spelling in school as well. And um, that is really just the, the art of keeping your glass half full through the mystery of, of uh, the struggle, the mystery of what we've been through, you know, the last two years. And, and I've worked really hard to get this get this album out. And uh, yeah, Friday, we, we rock, we put it out. Uh, we're out right now with Whiskey Myers, which is a killer, killer uh, rock country band from from texas and yeah we're just out we just got back from milwaukee about negative five it was nice and cold on the outside warm on the inside so i had a buddy of mine actually that was at that show mm. in milwaukee sweet and i saw you on stage you're getting the the crowd to sing along and i go i go where are you he goes i'm in milwaukee I'm like why that's Dra- is are you is that drake white he goes yeah this guy's awesome i'm here to see whiskey myers but drake white's amazing mm. So he flew he flew up to Milwaukee to see Whiskey Myers. I guess is aren't they? They're a Texas band. Well, I mean that's a that's loaded. They they are uh, very very you know that's where they built their fires in Texas, and uh, as we know that kind of branched out uh, branches out on a lot of different scales. But they they had a couple of opportunities. One in particular um, was 10, 12, 15 years of of rocking people's faces off. And it all, I hate to say this, but they, you know, I don't want to say they had the opportunity and then it happened, but they had a, a, their placement, a couple of placements on uh, a show you may have heard of, the you hear that? Yellowstone. I did hear that. Did you hear that? I was like, was, that was that my stomach? No, I thought it was your stomach. I'm like, Drake, we will feed you if you're hungry. But no, that was, uh, I'm actually starving. That was, I, we can feed you. Um, that that was Abby's was. throat, I believe. No. I don't even know if that was her stomach. I, I thought it was you. No, it was you. Oh, it was you. I think it was you. I got to turn my mic off. I think it was Chuck. I think he's just diverted. Yeah, he's it's diverted Chuck. everybody. Actually, we have Whataburger here, I think, right? Ooh. Let's get some Whataburger mm. on the way home. But no, the the guys, uh, Whiskey Myers guys, have been great. They had an opportunity on um, Yellowstone where they actually were playing. And you know how important this is. Like they had their backdrop, actually were, were playing in, I think, first or second season of that show. And man, you know those crowds have turned into four or five, six thousand capacity crowds, and yeah. so um, it made sense to jump out with them. And uh, how'd you, love, how did you land music. on the tour? Well, Bruce Kalmick and Winehouse, my management, and he manages them as well. So, uh, yeah. bada boom. So, that's how it works. Yeah, that's why if you ever look at big tours and you're like, oh, how they get on that tour? Usually they have the same. Sometimes, most of the time, they have the same management or same circles or same agent. Yeah, and they all like coexist. Yeah. I guess Wait. it's it's a relationship. <sighs> that was a shitty thing about my career, guys. Is I never had great <laughs> management or anything, so I was just alone. Managers are tough, man. They are they're really tough. Did you bring your manager today? Was that a, who I met? Who was no, that? No, she's uh, she's with my uh, publicity company. Um, oh. 
I know yeah. Hannah from so, a past life. I yeah. didn't realize that was the Hannah that Abby was emailing. Mm. Or I would have well, just emailed Hannah directly. That's funny. Hannah and I used to be in the same Bible study. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wait, here in this state, yeah, in yeah. this country? Well, I shook Drake's <laughs> hand. I was like, hey, Sammy, nice to meet you. And then I turned and I saw Hannah and I was like, hello. Yeah. I didn't realize you were the Hannah that Abby was referring to. <laughs> yeah. Or I would have put this together a lot longer. It took mm. me. I got a lot of allergies going on, so I'm struggling. It's so, my brain's not operating correctly. You so. look fantastic. <clears throat> Thank you. That's a big lie, but I appreciate no, it. It's I, a good lie. I don't lie. I woke up this morning and I could not open my eyes. I've been in bed oh, since I, I got know. here. My eyes are so swollen shut. It's it's rough. Nashville's rough. Things start blooming. I can't breathe. It is. Oh. It's a bone. It's, it's not good. I didn't know you got it that bad. Oh, my it. God. I, my cousin's 21st birthday was this past weekend, and I like couldn't even wear makeup out because my eyes were bleeding so much. I looked stoned out of my mind. It was a rough time. Yeah, but now you don't even have to worry about getting like a lip lip fuller or the yeah. cheek fuller or anything. Oh, yeah. It's already there. It's already there. I'm just already swollen. <laughs> it's in the right place. Yeah. No, we'll go with that. No more lip fuller. No more lip fuller. More cheek fuller. Oh, lip filler. Sorry. Lip filler, wow. guys. I'm way Come off on. on the Okay. So can are was this gonna be the first Facebook live? Is this it? Are yeah. we going to do this? Is this the one? Let's do it. All right, let's tell yeah. let's tell Drake about this. This is a big deal, Drake. Good. A really big deal. Appreciate it. Because we we filmed this show. And we've gotten a lot of people. They're like, hey, when can we watch? Because normally we film this and we'll take highlights. Mm -hmm. And then we'll put it on Instagram and Facebook. And we'll say, hey, don't forget to tune in Monday at whatever, midnight, and listen to Drake White, right? Mm -hmm. The keyword is listen. But now you can watch. So you're going to be the first one that you can watch the whole episode. So if you pick your nose. <laughs> don't do I can't, it. Don't worry. I do it all the time. I can't guarantee <laughs> it's going to be taken out. So That'll be in the highlight. But what I can guarantee is we'll talk about the optimistic all the time. Let's do it. That's what we're about. The optimistic. All right. Uh, can we play some songs off of it, Abby? Yeah, we can. All right. Because you're in control. Okay. I did not I hope you picked my favorite one. I, sh I didn't tell you what no. it was. I wanted to see if we had brainwaves. Let's see. Oh, is that your favorite brainwaves? No, brainwaves is not the name of the song. I was singing. Me and Abby had brainwaves. No. She you said she one said one like I a like. song title. We should write brainwaves. hundred percent. Write it right now. Let's okay. go. I can't Let's sing. What? <laughs> what? There is guitars around here. Um, What's the song that you had in mind? No players. Let's Sorry, see Drake. if it works. Drake, you can you can just be a fly on the wall right now. We're just going <laughs> to talk about you like you're not here and and play well, your music. This That's one makes sense. Happens. The song. Uh, oh, is it on? Is it on right, Abby? too much we're gonna get in trouble no I, so we have rules here we can't play <laughs> long so long or we get what do we get find a million dollars yeah, what is it we'll mm. say that. all right that's the optimistic oh, i love good. that i love that these the are all vibe? 
These are all first listens for me, by the way, Drake. Don't mm. take offense to it. I, I'm offended by that. I well, I like to be surprised. I like to be on the spot. <laughs> I like to hear it for the. I, I mean, get, I, you're busy, dude. I I, I get it. No, I, I know. Totally I know. I love you, and I know I love your voice, and I know I love your previous songs, but I haven't listened to the new stuff yet. Yeah. So we're all hearing it together because it just came out. It's yeah. out right now. People can buy it. Just came out Friday. Yeah. The optimistic. All right. What else you got, Abby? This well, I have another one. But then I wanted to ask you your favorite one on there because we can play that. Mm. But I have this one that was my favorite called Power of a Woman. Chuck don't have a favorite yet. Are you asking me? You. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah, it's yours. I don't have a favorite. They're, all, a favorite? they're all fantastic. Yeah. Didn't you write like uh, 10 out of 12? <laughs> don't, I'm just not 10 out of 12 with the uh, Cadillac 3? Uh, Jaren? I didn't write. No, I didn't. I didn't write. All ten out of twelve of them with Jaron, but I I wrote ten out of yeah a part of you know I don't know if Jaron um, he me and him made the record together uh, he produced the record uh, you know we all we all love Jaron Jaron's been uh, kind of a staple in Nashville for a long time but me and him have been friends for fifteen years now so um, once I was kind of out of the uh, record label world. Um, I decided I kind of wanted to make this cosmic cowboy type vibe. And, and I mean, goodness gracious, there's enough cosmic in Jaron's hair to, to, to do that. And we just kind of <laughs> yeah. came in and, and started making music that we loved and making music that we liked. And, and um, I dealt with all I dealt with and was writing like crazy through this, through the pandemic. And, and uh, it just all came out. It all came out and um, just through, through just really God and, 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 you know, getting getting everything together was a pain in the ass, and it was a two and a half year thing. But it was part of part of what makes it so special to have it out to, to be sitting here talking about it. You know, but yeah, Jaron was a part of that, and he's my buddy, and he's a talented dude. Yes. So it's good, Sammy. Well, I just, jeez, <clears throat> I'm dying. So Jaron is part of Cadillac Three. Yeah. Okay. This is like I feel kind of like an idiot because I didn't really know that whole backstory. He would be very offended. No, he no, would. no. I didn't know that whole backstory, but it's funny because I was thinking on the way over here when I was listening to the songs because I prepared on like Chuck. I was on um, the phone. I went um, over this. I know you're I, I very busy. I went over busy. at Drake. I said I was on the phone, didn't I? Until I very walked. busy. Since anyway. Friday, you've been on the phone? Anyways. Okay, so every day I listen Shots. to either Larry Fleet, yeah. you, or Cadillac 3. I literally mm. have a playlist on my That's Spotify. I, on it my is. Spotify, it's Larry the White Cadillac. That's the name of the playlist, and it's Larry Fleet, Drake White, and Cadillac Three. <laughs> every song on repeat. I mean, that's so they, a, but I didn't amazing. realize that he wrote and was part of this album so much. I mean, that seems like why didn't I figure that out? That two of the same people or two of the people that I listen to the most work together. That was dumb. Went right over my head. But now, the more you know, makes sense. The more you know, yeah. it does. Yeah, you know, I saw the the merging of the the sound that you yeah. love, Sammy. It's there all they all came together. It was like a little. Look little, at that. Little orgy, musical oh, orgy. Learning so much today. Thank yeah, you, you know. for that word. You're welcome. Um, musical. Orgy's one of those weird ones. Yeah, musical. It's like, it's like moist. Yeah, it's yeah. not moist. It's a musical orgy. I've never, uh, that's yeah. never actually. We always go right up to the line and then Chuck just blasts right through it. Never. So, you know. That's why we like each other. That's, that's thank you. That's, that's actually musical orgy. That's the third time just now I've said it in my whole life. <laughs> yep. Okay. And here we are. In my whole life. All right. So what? what what's going on? Oh, you want you want Drake closer to the mic? Oh, sorry. jeez, they're so rude. Here, I'll, here. I'll slide up. What's wrong with these people? Yeah, get up on that mic. First of all, you get, get up on that. First of all, you got <laughs> ninety pound chairs. You want people to move around? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, jeez. I know this seems weird, but I'll tell you why in a minute. All right. So what else? There. What else do you got? I don't know if that's any closer. But 
Oh yeah, I got it. Oh, listen. Yeah, there you, we there, go. There's that Drake White deep baritone voice. Shoot. Here, Here we go. Is. Hey. All right. So this is. Oh, another song. No. Were you going to say your favorite off the record? He you said s- he doesn't have one. No, he's got to pick one. He's got to uh, pick one. Sonically, um, I love that little reverse thing that happens at the top of the optimistic. Like I, that was what we were trying to accomplish. And with it, when I say cosmic country or cosmic cowboy, like I've always been a fan of Marshall Tucker Banner or, or uh, the Almond Brothers or uh, any of those guys. So I wanted to kind of, uh, and I remember when Space Jam came out, remember that? And like Fly Like an Eagle and all that stuff. You're the same age. As, we're, we're about the same age. So it's like, Appreciate that came that. out in uh, <laughs> Steve Miller Band, man. <laughs> Steve that, Miller Band. Fly Like an Eagle. That stuff for me was was just butter. And it, and it takes me back to this spot. <laughs> That's the train. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it shows up every episode. The tracks don't come through the building. <laughs> yeah. I know it seems like it, but <laughs> it's just, it does seem like it. There's actually. so many sounds. I really uh, like that. That, <laughs> that could be on the record. You know? Yeah, that's the beginning of track seven. So I started... <laughs> I started thinking about, um, you know, that the the things that really influence us, you know, musically. And it gets back to me as riding around in a Jeep, you know, with my dad or my uncles at the hunting club and hanging out with, with them. And, you know, it was Merle or that uh, classic rock or Steve Miller band or Nitty Gritty Dirt band or all those things. So those sounds and those those sonics, you know, and that, that train that just blew in my ear was, is part of that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's, it's, um, it's one of those things that I wanted to get in this record. And, um, yeah, that, that was, that was how we kind of started putting it together. And, and that's how I, I've always been close to my records as far as production. Like I want to, I want to be, I'm a producer on it. You know, I'm going to be in the middle of it. I'm going to ask you to do things multiple times and, that's why I'm glad uh, Charlie Worsham was on it because he's the same way. He's going to do something until he finds that that uh, musical orgy. You know, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Musical orgy. It's here to stay. Yeah. This and what's what is sad about this whole thing, Drake, is that <laughs> the, the more we say musical orgy. <laughs> The hornier Abby gets, because like, she she's just gonna think Excuse she's me. gonna go sex everywhere. It's fine. It's, Abby's talking, mother listens to this podcast. We Charles. are talking. Well, she listen. Abby's in. Listen, if you you're you wasn't kidding. He does. I told oh, you. Listen, yeah, like there's it. no rules. Well, there's Come a on, there's a history in on this show. Okay, and I know you probably haven't listened to previous episodes, but now you can. Is that Abby for a long time? For the length of this entire podcast, which is a little over a year, um, we've been trying to find her love. And she, thank God, has found love. Thank God. She's found love. So now that she's found love, and I like to consider it steady love because mm-hmm. we're still together. I think <laughs> I steady think love. Steady yeah. love. That's another great title for the album called Musical Orgy. <laughs> Can't wait. Track one, steady love. Steady love. <laughs> yeah. She, sorry. You um, every episode, you have to make me like red and uncomfortable no, and it's everything. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. You do do where, that to where her you, every episode. Where are you from, Abby? Kansas. So Kansas, I, I talk. We talk about this all the time. I, I've been married. Uh, this is this is a lot, but I'm going to say it. Um, lady, girls in college, that there's this this thing about sex or horny or whatever. When those things are talked about, like it's y'all's your whole childhood is like you can't venture into that world so there's like almost like a 
a uh, when you get married, I, me and my wife had this thing where we, I did like tell her, I was like, no, we're married. We can do anything we want. Yeah, there's no rules. <laughs> the way God designed it. Like once that covenant is, is hit, we can try anything. That's right. And so one time my buddy, one of my buddies, uh, he wouldn't mind if I, Riley uh, Green, he said, <laughs> he said, uh, I like to try stuff. And I'm not married like you. And I'm like, brother, that's the opposite. That's what the world wants you to think. That's not what the way it is. The way it is, is when you get married, it's on. If your marriage is aligned and right. So that's there right. you go, Abby. Oh, get ready. Yeah. What did that have to do with her being from Kansas? I have, yeah, where's the Kansas? Because, because I was going to, if she was Southern, I was going to take it. Oh. Like I went to Auburn. Yeah. So there's this thing with Southern girls. They, they can't really, you know. They feel guilty. They got to be a lady. You got to be a lady. You got to be a Southern debutante. You can't. In the streets. (laughs) But a freak in the shoots. Come on, Sammy. That's where we're at. That's where Yeah. Well, you you wanted to know the the demographic. You wanted to know Mm -hmm. where she was from because, you know, Kansas Mm -hmm. can be borderline boring, but not Abby. (laughs) Not Abby. Not at all. Abby is uh, (laughs) ready to go. All right. Did did we ever pick your favorite song? I know we keep coming back to this. I'm sweating. You got to pick one. I feel like I just dodged a bullet. Why would you say that, Sammy? Don't even start. Why would you What's say your you, favorite song? My favorite song is uh, <laughs> I, I have a say. I have a tie for what two. What her favorite position was? <laughs> no. What's your favorite sexual position? Yes, CEO. Right. That's what I saw that in an interview once. They said, "What's your favorite position?" CEO. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck my balls is what she was saying. I like it. Yeah. Anyway, all right, here we go. <laughs> my favorite song from The Optimist. That's right. It's probably fifty years too late, but like Abby was saying, mm. I think it's tied with Power of a Woman. Mm. <laughs> Power mm. of a Woman. I can play both. Play them both. Okay. Oh, she's so weak. Hey. Sunday morning. She got a mind of her own. Hey, she's up there. I can spend her. Hey. Lightning storming. I believe in the power of a He was waiting on it. I was going to say fuck. All right, so. (laughs) That's uh, the point. I know, okay. Sammy, I always judge a great song by Sammy's dance moves. She was getting it. She was in it. She went eyes closed for some of it. That song's got to make you feel good. Yeah, 100%. Great. The first, well, just got really Jeez. loud there. Sorry. The first Drake White song I ever heard was also a dance party, and I can't think of the title of it. But the doesn't make you feel happy, doesn't yeah. make you happy. Well, it feels good. Mm. Yeah, and it feels good. The answer is yes. Yeah, get that was it. the first one I ever heard, and it was like I don't even know where I heard it, but I just was like, hmm, who is this person? And mm. now here I am. Look at me, mom. Look at him go. <laughs> uh, killing it. Are you, so is this your first release? So are you releasing this record independently? Yeah. And so you own the entire record. Mm-hmm. 
is it is that nerve wracking to you to come off a big release off a major label to now doing this or is it like a is it the opposite is it more you more free you feel more like a, you know you can have more control I think it's the opposite, and I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit, but after what me and my wife, Alex, have been through with the health stuff, with the stroke and, and her, with her things, with the autoimmune disorder and, and all of that stuff, it really, you know, you've been in the position where everything is important and all these decisions and you're trying to think about, it just really trims the fat of what's important. And I'm not saying it's not important to me, but it was just like, all right, uh, Drake White, Rev White LLC looks really good on there beside Atlantic or, you know, all that stuff. And, and there's a pride associated with it. And I've always done a lot of the stuff in the lifting of getting the records out. And I'm not against the, the music business. I just think it's broke. It's not ran correctly in a lot of different reasons. I'm not trying to start riff. I'm, I'm speaking facts. So I thought that, you know, I, 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 I've got a new uh, manager with Bruce Kalmick and Wine Howe, and he was all game about it. And I had opportunities because why, why do most people say, oh, man, I love independent and being independent? It's because they can't get a record deal. Mm -hmm. And I understand that um, because there's only, you know, so many spots. But for us, I think it was about going in and look at the numbers and understanding the 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 dichotomy of the business and then going in and carving our own thing out there. And I was really interested in that as this world of streaming and NFTs and all of this stuff of crypto and, and it's, it's the wild west. It feels really good to be an artist. And I think that I think ultimately it's good. And so I was excited about that. And I, I wanted to chase that momentum and chase that, um, that what made me excited. Like that's what, the the stroke did is it trimmed the fat of of like no i'm gonna chase stuff that gets me fired up and that being independent with this group of people and, and having creative true creative uh what do you call it and creative control creative control yeah, yeah. creative control yeah yeah cc <clears throat> creative control of the musical orgy was really important to me. <laughs> there you go. if it's not a hell yeah then it's a no oh i love that i got a coffee cup I got a coffee cup. If it's not a what? Look at that. If it's, it's not, not a hell yeah, then it's a no. Oh. You see that? That's brainwaves. Yeah. Brainwaves. Trial track, trial track two. Two. What was number one? I have no idea. <laughs> Come I on. Got, I, I think actually brainwaves steady, was number one. Steady oh, loving. Steady loving. Steady yeah. loving. You know who told me that the first time? Tell me. Brother Michael Hobby, A Thousand Horses. Oh, yeah. We were talking about how many times are you are you trekking through your life or whatever, or you know dodging 50 dates before you found Mr. Wright in Kansas or whatever, and you're like 50 <laughs> 50 last year and it's like how many times do you like go to something and you show up there and you're like hmm i would rather have you know done anything burnt my hair than do this I, it was like he told me this one day he goes well you know if it's not a hell yeah it's a no and i think that's such a cool thing for women for guys for just people young people going out there doing things like if you're not passionate and led by it, then it's a no. See you later. Mm -hmm. and, and it's just a, it's a, it's a thoughtful no. It's like, hey, I, I'd love to be there. I'm sorry, but I, I can't. And if they ask you why, I, you I have better, to walk my fish. You better go. That's what I say. I got to walk my oh, fish. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> uh, is that how you? I feel like he was speaking directly to you, yeah, Abby. Yeah, I is really that, like that. And is that how you feel about what's his name? 
What's his name? Um, that I'm not gonna say. We're, um, I'm keeping him on well, the Well, if you can't even say his name, then I guess it's a no. <laughs> she no. says it enough. It's okay. No. Oh, does she? <laughs> How many times? She's not on the mic. Uh, what? <laughs> what? Well, just give me his give me his first name. How how would we ever know? Who no, we... I can't let she his identity out there. That. Right, she that's wants fine. to keep it. That's fine. You know why? Because people like to ruin good things. There's oh, nosy bitches out there. I right. see. That's song number four. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> see, we're gonna have a whole album when we leave. I yeah. am overheating. Is somebody writing this down? Or it's recording. It's recording. Yeah. Oh, we got we have, and we have facial expressions, so we know what lands and what doesn't, Drake. So, yeah. um, well, let's talk. Let's talk about because you brought it up a couple times. When did you have your stroke? August the sixteenth. August the sixteenth of two thousand nineteen. August the sixteenth, twenty nineteen, Roanoke, Virginia. And what's this? Do you know why it happened? Do you know? Yeah. It, so I had a wad of veins and arteries in the back right side of my brain uh, called an AVM, so arterial venous malformation, and it was about the size of a lime. I was born with it. It formed in the embryonic stage, and I was, um, I was running a lot, getting ready for a tour. We were about to go back out with Zach Brown and about to go to Australia. And uh, in January of 2019, I got a crazy headache to the point where I went and got an MRI. Um, the MRI showed this massive, this mass, the size of the lime in the back, back side of my brain. And, uh, we didn't know what it was. We didn't know if it was cancer. We didn't know if it was, um, we didn't know what it was, but it turned out to be this AVM, uh, uh, a condition that one in 17,000 people have. And, uh, a very, very small amount of them are in the brain, but normally, uh, and you know, working out and doing what you do. Like I, I was, I press singing too. So I, I attribute, you know, being a, a, a pusher when I sing that it, it pushed all this blood flow to my brain over the years, you know, and at 36, it just decided to, my bumpers were worn out on it. It's what they said. It was just like, that's why the headache became unbearable. And I remain, I mean, it was like, I couldn't look at light, couldn't hear sounds or anything. Wow. So, um, started, I started um, getting that treated, which was a series of seven brain surgeries through my femoral artery. Um, uh, shout out to Dr. Miracle. Uh, that's my neurologist. His real name is Dr. Miracle. What? Yeah. Of course. Wow. And he, he lives here right down the road. It's awesome. Aww. And um, he was running a catheter up my femoral artery and gluing this AVM shut right here. And uh, he would do that on a Monday. I would rest on a Tuesday, and I would be out on Wednesday out on the road and, and performing Thursday and Friday. And what happened to me, um, there was only a 4% chance of it happening, and he told me that. He said, it's like, you're in good shape, so there's a very, very low chance of it rupturing, but if it does rupture, there's a very, very good chance that unless you get to a hospital quick that you will you will die or you will be, you know, paralyzed for the right. Cause I mean, a stroke is, you know, right. So we had been to, um, we had been to Bahrain. We had been to, uh, which is Iraq practically. And we had done all this stuff, um, overseas <clears throat> and came back and we were in like show 30. This was August the 16th. So we were, you know, shoot 50, 60 shows in. So I was confident and I felt good. And we were six, five surgeries in so it was 80 percent embolized and i was up there on stage in roanoke virginia and um man my left hand just started going numb and uh 
I couldn't feel the microphone in my left hand. And my left foot felt like it had like a cinder block on the end of it. And, um, you know, the, the sky was like cotton candy and it started spinning. And when it started spinning, I just felt like in my head, I was like, shoot, I'm, I'm having a stroke. Like that's rupturing. And my tour manager, I had a, I had a, a folder in my backpack and he gave it. Luckily I was in the spotlight. There was an EM, EMT there. And we were five minutes from a trauma one unit in Roanoke where they saved my life uh, because they put me on a, you know, five within 15 minutes, I was given a, a solvent that coagulated the blood um, and it stopped the stopped the brain bleed. And so that's why I came in here kind of limping is because uh, the only thing it did is knocked out my left side as opposed to being completely paralyzed, which, you know, that, right. that would have been horrible. Uh, so. Um, so are you par- so you are paralyzed on certain like on your left side? Well, I'm I'm constantly I'm rehabilitating that. I've been doing it for two and a half years and, and me walking in here, walking up those steps and being able to stand here and say that's why I'm I'm kinda on this stool, like, you know, it, it's it's still there's still some deficiencies, but like I'm singing, I'm back on stage. I'm not playing guitar yet, uh, because I can't really feel this right here. But it's one of those things that repairing nerves is like trees growing. I mean, it's super, super slow. So it's one of those things where I just have to have faith that, you know, going in and doing the little things, going to rehab, you know, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and really doing my exercises every single day and cognitively doing them. You know, if I can't move my left foot, like imagine my left foot moving. I mean, it gets down to the depth of, just thinking about it is, is part of the exercise. So, um, yeah, that's been my life for the last two and a half, you know, three years. And, um, it, it took about two months to get standing up again. It took about three and a half, four to start walking again, where, and my wife was such a huge part of that. I mean, she literally moved my leg and helped me put my shoes on and pants on and practically wiped my, well, did wipe my ass a couple of times and it's just it's one of those things where i got challenged from all different people like are you do you want to let this out do you want to let people know about this and there was never a question about keeping it secret or letting people know about it because i now know why god put me on this earth i I was always to sing and write and do my thing but one of my buddy's mom said he must think a lot of you because he put you and your wife through that and uh, he knew you would make it through it. And he knew he you you would have the story, you would have the book that was better. The plot would be thickened, you know? And that's all we want as songwriters. And that's, all, you know, it, it was a hard one. I could have thought of a lot easier way to do it, but you know, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. It really is. And I would go back and do it again because of the way that I look at the guy on the side of the road now, as opposed to going, well, that, that bomb probably needs to get a damn job. Now I'm like, hmm, I wonder what that dude or what that chick's story is. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a that's a better life. That's a better way. And we don't have kids yet. We want kids, and that's a whole other podcast. We're we're battling that uh, infertility story stuff right now. But it's like that's going to make me a better father. That's going to make me a better songwriter. That's going to make me a better follower of of Jesus. That's going to make me a better man. So that's all I want to do is try to be uh, the best I can do. And all of this seems great and wonderful and rainbow and sunshine, but it, 
I fail at it every day. It's super hard uh, not to be able to go, you know, climb up a ladder and, and nail some roofing up or, or throw a football. And, you know, I can still throw a football, but you know what I mean? Well, because you're right-handed. Yeah. And the left is the left side is you. Yeah. Yeah. So you're good. So, yeah, it's it's been a it's been a journey uh, for sure. But hmm. there was, um, you know, and they were in, in that there were there were dropped record deals. There were dropped uh, management companies dropped. There were things that I had to rebuild. And it was really a test of do you want to keep doing this? And when somebody would ask me that, I would get so mad. I would get offended. You know, I would just, I don't know why I looked at you. When I said that. Well, Sammy's very, yeah. <laughs> it, takes a lot. Would, it takes a lot to offend me. I would just get, I would get so mad because this is all, you know, music and writing songs is all that, um, it's what I was born to do. It's what I'm, it's what I do. It's what, um, you know, so. Well, you can tell, you was, can tell when you sing, you're, you're one of those guys that, um, and thanks for sharing that story. I, I didn't know the depth of that story. I, you, you, as an outsider looking in, um, you know, we've been fr we've been acquaintances, friends. Like, it's mm -hmm. not like we call each other. And we're like, hey, let's hang out today. But we've I've called you a bunch yet. And answered. It's, no, it's not true. Um, <laughs> Abby, <laughs> no support over here with Abby. Relatable. But if if someone's just looking on Instagram, right, and they're looking at Drake White, they look, they're like, they're like, oh man, he had a stroke, and oh, it looks like he's doing better. But they don't, they never see the everyday struggle of how you got to where you are now. Yeah. And because you did walk up these stairs, right, which is awesome. Does that does you have little victories that you can see the light, like you see, like yeah. five years down the road, you're like, I know I'm gonna be this much better as a mm -hmm. uh, physically as a person mentally is that is that how your thought process is now moving forward yeah for sure i mean i looked at those stairs I, i've came up before but they don't have a there's not a rail on the left side so i'm like looking at that in a different way if i'm doing an interview with somebody i did an interview with uh uh, uh the guys at espn a while back for the album and auburn game and mm -hmm. i had to step up these stairs and i was like okay you just look at things different so your observations different um, but it is those little bitty, um, the gains are 1%, a half a percent. Then you'll go 2% back mm. and then you come back three quarters of a percent. And then you look back over the last, so I keep videos cause you look back over the last two years and you're like, Oh, well, I am moving a little better. I, I, I do feel, I do feel better. And it's little things that, that I keep, uh, keep track of that, um, they help me, but I feel great. Um, I think you look great. Well, thank you. Yeah. I think, I mean, you look healthy. You look good. You, you don't, you don't look like you're, you know, yeah. you're struggling to get a drink of water or anything. You know what I'm saying? You look, yeah. you look like you're, you're good. You're hydrated. You're looking. Yeah. A beard it game. A, it's a beard yeah. game. You know, it, it took a lot of work. It took a lot of work to get there. I mean, I remember some of the first people that came up to the hospital to see me were like, Whoa. Uh, and there was a, there was an emotion related to that like they they talk about it now i mean that was what nearly nearly three years ago um and you know i didn't think it was as serious as it was but right. it 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 could have been it could have been um could have been it and and we just chose and i chose immediately you know to there was just a voice that was just like you gotta keep i did this I did this for a reason. You just got to keep going. And I, I don't know. It's like an honor now 
to kind of get go through it and do it and have the story and write the book and, and write the write the records and you know this is the first record out from that and you know how hard it is to release a record with a, t- a bunch a big team mm-hmm. you know when you don't have a team and you just start and you say okay you call up your co-write and your co-write goes you know and i had some some folks i'm not saying i didn't have anybody but it was like i was still you know in my mind i was still drake white i was still like pick up the phone right and dude and then the and you got to understand right when i learned how to walk again the pandemic happened mm. so nobody want nobody was writing nobody was meeting and over at sony my publisher was like man nobody's writing would you be willing to take a chance on zoom writing i said man i'll write in morse code i don't give a shit. i just mm-hmm. got to get i got to get this is a this is what we dream of like right. we want not we don't dream of strokes but we dream of this muse you know to go in and write about and i thought it was i honestly had the attitude of this is this is cool that i'm going through this like and that's what i had to cling on to that it was cool and it was an honor to go through something because i knew on the other side as a writer the story was going to be better the song was going to be better is the, there is there a song on the record that speaks more directly to this journey than other songs hurts the healing is in the heart of the record um and if i can elaborate on that story a little bit <clears throat> you care if i elaborate i want you to Sam, okay. no. you care oh, oh no I, please do there we go please kidding, that was okay. <laughs> hold, on, hold on i think I, is it this one or this one i don't i forget oh god press it just see no, I, uh, oh it's it no it's I don't not know what you're <laughs> we have we have buttons over here that i have to press one of them every oh every episode but i don't think that was the spot no no, no that was if it's mine if it's mine it's not no it's yeah okay, okay. well you'll you'll know Sorry. you'll know Sorry. you'll know <clears throat> i tell the story where the the first he said that would you mind doing would you would you entertain zoom writing you know and it's hard enough to write a song anyway so i was like I'll write in more, I'll literally write in Morse code. Smoke signals, I don't care. Like, let's figure it out. First person. The? No, that's not a the, that's an at. It was two smoke rings. Do it again. Yeah. Okay, it's the. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I planned it out. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I was going, I was taking you through the movie, Abby. He said, I'll write in Morse code, and all I saw was him by his chimney with smoke coming up, and then, all right, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. See? So, <laughs> so sorry. The first, the first Zoom right happens, and we pull up, and there's all kind of latency. There's all this stuff, but Allison Belts Cruz and Aaron Chaffin pop up on the screen, and Aaron's like an engineer. You know, as a writer, like you've got your lyricist, you got melody folks, you got an engineer that's like getting everything together, and he's trying to put this. He's like, if you could, could you double click on this? And I'm not uh, technological savvy at all <laughs> Uncle Ron. And so you need, um, you need to answer Ron we can I could have he would have been a great but well, I need to get through this okay go okay, get through I'm so sorry I have ADD and it's I'm okay it's the worst uh, um, and <sighs> I do too so anyway we they pop up and Allison I I didn't know her um, I know Laura Belts yes our sister but I didn't know Allison I didn't know they were related actually they are And Allison literally goes, well, kind of like you. She's like, I haven't done my research and I I don't really know you guys. And I was sitting there and, you know, your ego is like, well, you should. (laughs) 
Well, damn it, I've had number ones. <laughs> yeah. Man. And so she goes, well, and so we start this story. And Aaron goes, I've got a story. And I wanted to write something happy. I, I'm I'm in a, I'm in a chair, but my my walker is like right here. And I want to write like something like it feels good. Because I was tired of sad, you know. Right. And Aaron goes, I've got an idea, in like this engineer voice. That's my engineer voice. Like I've got an idea, <laughs> and I'm like, great. Like, all right, what is it? My parents were on the brink of a divorce. And they had a horrific car wreck where they flipped their car seven times. And they flipped their car because they were fighting, physically fighting in the car. But it, it was that car wreck that put them side by side in a hospital for eight months. And it was them being side by side in a hospital for eight months that ultimately healed their marriage. And now they've been married for 35 years and have like four kids and, and they love each other dearly. So maybe, Drake, maybe the hurt is the healing. And we were like, and I don't know if it went just like that. That That's the story, though. That's when you have to. That's when you hit the button. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All comes I, together. I wasn't, that was the button. Right. <clears throat> I like that. I okay, do not. I'm sorry. Once I hit it. Once I hit it. But listen. When you, and that's when you said the hurt is in the healing. That's when you hit the song, well, Abby. Know. That's when God, you got to hit the song. Hold on it's here. On no, there. no, Jeez, it's not ready. Oh it's not God. ready. And here's the thing you about this, Drake. First of all, great, amazing story. I know that was good. And we don't edit. We don't edit on this podcast. So when Abby messes up like she just did, like perfect opportunity for her to start playing your song. They're gonna hear the mess up. Maybe lonely is that road digging deep. Maybe sorrow is the preacher that brings me back to faith. Maybe failure. Put a chip here on my shoulder and you stand a little bolder. The finish is race. That's Thanks. so good. It's like it makes you stronger, right? You come out stronger in the end. Yeah, so we just did this um, animated video, which I love animated stuff. Like uh, one of my favorite. Yeah, I like Toy Story and all that stuff is some of my favorite. Listen. <laughs> My son and I watch Toy Story every day. Yeah. One, two, three, and four. He's what's not your, What's your favorite? What's your favorite? One. Because I just got so much of it. I love the part where Buzz says, um, be alert, adventure can strike from any direction. That's my favorite quote of all time. <laughs> adventure can strike from any direction. Um, I'm, I'm, on, uh, I'm on probably two or three has always been my favorite. Two or three. I'll, yeah. We'll go back and forth. Tucker's my son. Yeah. 15 months old. Sweet. So we we relate 
on a lot of things. <laughs> we, we, wow. we, yeah, we mentally were the same pretty much. Tucker yeah. can be having a, a rough moment and you turn on Toy Story and he just stops and looks at the screen. He's just like, nothing else matters. Nothing else exists. Aww. Let me tell you something. I, I I didn't go over my head when you said your wife and you going through IVF. Hmm. Tucker's an IVF baby. Oh, really? So it will happen. And I, you, I know you have a lot of faith. I can tell you have a lot of faith in your mm-hmm. heart. And that's all you have to do. You just have to let go and let God do its thing. Yeah. And it will happen. Thank you for saying that. I mean, it's been, so we had, I had the stroke and then Alex came in and uh, we went to Colorado for our first like um, trip out of the, out of the, uh, the injury. And she began to feel numb in her fingertips and toes. And it ended in her being completely numb from her breast down and she went through this whole thing where we found out she was a type one diabetic and we didn't know. And, and her sugar was like over 250 or 300. And uh, she got uh, this neuropathy that is the demyelination of her nerves, which was basically it's called a CDIP, which is an autoimmune disorder. And so I'm taking my wife. I've just like got off a walker. I've got a cane and I'm t- I took my wife to Vanderbilt, which praise God for Vanderbilt. And uh, we're sitting there and we're just like, we get to a point where God just like shoved me on the floor to my knees to where that's all I knew to do was pray because she, she was paralyzed from the breast down. I was just now learning to walk. And now the, you know, all the stuff that happened, your, your career does not matter at that point. It's like, okay, I'm going to survive. So we, we just, just literally hit our knees and started praying. So the fertility thing for us is like, okay, let's go. Yeah. And we just started that two days ago. So we just started that journey. Um, so, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Thank you for saying that, but it's, it is one of those things that, um, we know it'll happen when it's supposed to happen because mm-hmm. it always does. So that's crazy. And how, how is your wife doing now? She's good. She's good. She's got a, um, we built a barn in 2019 before, before the injury. And I remember when you, it's like a, you can rent the barn. Is this true? You rent the barn out. It's yeah. a, like for weddings for, is that where you did your lives during the pandemic? Yeah. Wednesday where, night therapy. Wednesday is that night what it's called? Yeah. And so Wednesday night therapy yeah. built this record. Like literally I was writing and doing things and then we would play on Wednesday nights and I would watch the comments and watch the things. And so it was kind of a bit like, well, what that one's got to be on the record. That one's got to be on the record because people were just kept requesting them over and over. So that's ultimate. It was a true independent effort by the fans. And I've always believed start with a fan and work backwards. And a lot of times the an, a bigger industry, the music industry has trouble doing that because they're not in the middle of the fans. Well, 2020 gave us, we had to do it. We had to find something to look forward to with Wednesday Night Therapy. So um, we started playing in the barn and and played for 80 weeks straight. And um, it is ultimately what what forged this record. It, it was like a bulldozer. Like we just had to keep marching forward. And, and I remember Alex sitting out there and us having to wheel her out there and then her having to wheel me out there and people just coming. And, and that's... I think it's it's, it's crazy. I, I've always been a big believer that everything happens for a reason. And mm-hmm. I feel like you've said that several times in different ways today, tonight. Um, and I feel like, 
I feel like you're in a good spot. I feel like musically you're, I mean, you sound fantastic. The songs have more meaning now than they probably ever have. And uh, I'm excited for you. So the optimistic, right? It's out now. You can get it. Do we have anything? Do we have anything that that else you pulled? Remember I told you to pull some stuff. Some, yeah. Oh, you, not from this album. No. But this is when I used to jam too. All right, I we love wanna, this because one. if in case people are listening or like they might, you might be brand new to them. And you're like, yeah. oh man, I love this Drake White guy. Well, he's you've been around. You've yeah. had success. Yeah. I love this one. Here's some Did you write that song? Jaron, Tom Douglas. That sounds like, I was going to say the, the, the meter on that, the, is the way you're singing. It sounds like a Jaron song. Yeah. 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 That was that, that damn, that just sounds like a, like that. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. It, I had a, I had a realization on that song. Like I, I, I do like that song. I, I would never record something I didn't like. I, I really like it. Um, but it, it says, what's it say? Uh, everybody said we wouldn't make it, baby. Love don't live around here much lately. Life is hard and, and life breaks like the bank or something like that. So this song that is my, 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 I guess most heard song that and making me look good again. Um, it's saying we got all of this stuff. We got this, we got this, we got this. Um, we got these problems, but we're living the dream. We got this thing, and, and it's all about like the American dream. Yeah, it, it's all about like you should be satisfied with this. And I don't like that. I don't like. I love the message of the song. I'm sorry. I'm not. I, I do like my song, <laughs> but it's like no. You should go out there and 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 win. And you should go out there and and the the near-death experience, I don't know if it gives me authority, but let's say it does, give me authority to speak like, stop thinking about what you want and just go ask the question and do it. In my co-write today, we were talking about that. Just go ask the question. And if you want to open for somebody, go ask them. If you want to write with somebody, go ask them. If you want to dance or if you want to date somebody from Kansas, go ask them. You know, and it's, I, I think that's what my message is now is like, when you, when you're literally on the brink of death and, and you try to figure out something, um, you you just realize that, that man, just ask the question and go out there. So living the dream, I love the song, but you can live the dream and have all that stuff. Like you don't have to go through, yeah. Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah. totally. It's like yeah. a desensitization thing mm -hmm. that, that the, the, in, the world gives you. Like, yeah, country music does it all the time. It's like, man, we've got, 
we've got this and we've got that. So you ought to be happy, man. She's gone and you, your dog died, but you got yeah. a truck and that thing starts sometimes. But there's, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I'm making sense. You are. I feel like the thing, I mean, a saying, I don't even know if it's a saying, but something I remind myself here, you're saying like you have to go out and ask the question whenever I get nervous or I feel like that's very human nature to be like, well, I don't want to put myself out there. But the thing is, is that if you ask them and they say no, you're the, in the exact same spot you're in right now. Yeah. You just now know that the answer is no. If you don't ask, you never know. So it's like, why would you leave that box unchecked? What do you have to lose? Really? You're not going to lose anything yeah. by asking mm-hmm. or by going for it. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. Now we're see- like, we are made to do it. You're made to do it. You're made of the most high power. You're made of the, the fingerprints of God. So it's like, I've just, I didn't know I was going to be preaching, but it's just part of what makes, makes this different now than the pursuit of this, uh, independent, or if you got the biggest label in the world, it doesn't matter. You're going out there making music and, uh, man, I got a story to tell, you know, I got a story to tell and I'm going to do it. Um, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm worth it, you know, and the story's worth listening to. And it's, I'm, I'm the best version of myself right now, you know, period. And I like uh, that. I'm going to have the feels going home after this interview. I know. I feel I like this. I almost cried earlier. Now I'm just thinking about like, I don't know. I've had like a rough year this year. It just hasn't gone the way that I anticipated i feel like when you go into a new year especially after all the bullshit we've been going through i was like yeah. really optimistic mm-hmm. <laughs> no Hello. Pun in- no pun intended i did not mean that uh and it i have not had a good year it's gone yeah. not well and so i just feel like it's a this is good timing for me personally so you saying i didn't think you were gonna be preaching i'm glad you did yeah, yeah. we are glad you did and thanks for coming in thanks man we, right. we went from musical orgies yes. to tears uh, well you know musical, we do it all here at talk to chuck a good musical orgy can give you tears. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, so. are you going on tour, your own headlining tour coming yes, up? Yes, yes, we are. Um, those those tickets are on sale now. Uh, I think it's drakewhite.com. You can check them out. Thank you. Thank you for doing Abby that. with the closer questions here. Thanks. Get Abby. them all out. What else, do you, what else do you want to ask? That was so, it. So Drake I, White. want to see them live. Drakewhite.com. There we go. And Drake, is it at Drake White? Stomp? Yeah, Drake White Stomp. Boom. And people always ask about on Instagram. Our, our shows are, you know, our shows, people ask how they can help. Man, how can we help? How can we get, we, we've never heard of you. How can we get it? Like, just come to a show. You come to a show, you buy a t-shirt. I don't care if you buy a t-shirt. Well, I do, but you can buy a t-shirt. But <laughs> just come to a show, listen <laughs> yeah, to the you, record. Like the, if you listen to the record, man, it is the best time to be a listener right now with Spotify and Amazon and which, uh, iTunes and all that stuff. And I love that stuff. But, but if you're listening to stuff over and over and over, Make sure that you're you're sharing that and make sure that you're you're liking it and hearting it and all the stuff that it needs to those algorithms to to help folks that are that are out there pushing music because this stuff is I mean we write every day, you know? Right. We write every single day and we go out there and we spend four or five hours a day writing and and uh I wouldn't rather be doing anything else and I'm not gonna do anything else. Um so I would encourage people to come to come to a show and uh Tell folk, tell your friends, dogs, and neighbors is what I say. Yes. DrakeWhite.com. The true optimistic. See what I did there? Yeah. See, <laughs> oh, see that what was I, good. You see what I, Sammy? 
Did you hear what I said? I did. I did. What do you got? You got an email? We're getting ready to go. No, I was looking at dates. Drake White on sale. Oh, okay. May the 20th. Uh, we're here in Nashville um, at uh, we're playing at the Brooklyn Bowl. It's oh, hell yeah. I will actually oh. wait. I'm not going to get excited. Go. I got you. That's Let's a good one. Go. That's a here we go. That's a good one. I'll be front row. Brooklyn Bowl's good. Have you played there before? I haven't, but I've been uh, inside of it. No, never. I have been. No, I haven't. I've seen I've seen the inside. I got a buddy that that runs it. OK, Um. so I, I do love it. That's a cool venue because I truly believe there's not a bad seat in the house. I know that's like a you ever played know, a house of, thing to say, but you ever played a house of blues? Oh yeah, it's like that. Cool, and it's like same same layout. By the way, inside of it is track eight. Sammy, I know. I did it. That'll be track eight for I the. I can't uh, talk about this anymore. The musical orgy there. Oh, we're Jesus. already on track eight. Well, you, you skipped gotta, a few. Uh, well, you know, you got to have secret tracks. Wait right? a minute, what's track eight? And I got to tell you my favorite track before we leave. Okay, yes. What's track eight? Inside of it. Inside it's it's it. called inside of it because I said, "Have you ever been inside of it?" That's gonna be. <laughs> I said, and I just didn't say anything. I was like, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> you know, then you can have a bonus track called "Inside of Me." Oh, Favorite okay. song right now <clears throat> on the record is a song called "Rainbow." Oh, the second song, oh, second you, or third song. Go ahead and pull that you up. You get Maybe. the rainbow. You get the rainbow. That's not how it goes, but yeah, um, we're gonna play. I doubt it goes like that. Okay. <laughs> Like, it actually it does. You, oh, you want to turn get the, the rainbow. rainbow. Wait, rainbow state of mind? Yeah, rainbow state of mind. Here Sorry. Go, I don't don't Tell me when. Tell me when, Abby. Do you want to? Oh, just let me know when. Not yet. Just Not remember, yet. we're filming this. I know. So yes, you do. are closed. Now that's something you can make love to. I feel like that's <laughs> nice and bluesy. You can totally something have, you can make love to. Track totally. number nine. <laughs> something you can make love something to. Something you can make love to is a good song. That title. is a great song title. We've we've made up six or seven, eight song titles. Yes. Let's that's hear. That's how I feel like there ain't nothing good happens after me. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like that's like bluesy. <clears throat> yeah. I know you and I know your brain well enough at this point that mm. you're probably gonna want to write. So that's something you can make love to so just call me when and you then want. send it to abby and her and her love <laughs> yeah her steady love because if you come out with so some, what is <clears throat> what is one thing you can make love to what a what man you... rain the rain the rain oh i Wait. said a man rain on a tin roof that's songwriter what's stuff. one thing you can make love i said to? a man a man, <laughs> a, man. A, man. <laughs> a man is right that's that's a Oh, that, that a for, the, for her so you, so you said the rain you said what i didn't say anything oh would you what is Wait, it she giggled is a quiz? 
Yeah. Listen, Abby, don't stop pretending. Stop pretending like you're out of practice. Yeah, don't don't think you're. We know you're not a virgin. Just, All right, Jesus, Abby, Christ, Jesus. something you can make love me. to. I don't understand. Marvin Gaye's mine. Oh, See, let's get out. Yeah. Oh, let's get there you go. You can have that one. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not as. Uh, <laughs> Not as good as the song titles I thought, Drake. Oh, man. oh God, I love it. Anyway, so that's, the optimist. Oh, so that's what you were gonna. That's like the writing room. <laughs> yeah, we were just trying to. Mm. No, let's do it. Something you can make love to. All right. I'm trying um, to check my schedule for May to come. To May twentieth. Brooklyn Bowl. May twentieth, right? May twentieth, Brooklyn Bowl, the optimistic tour. Boom. All right, go get the optimistic, there. Drake White. Thank you. Now we're kick, now we're kicking you out. Okay. Now okay. we're done. See you. All right. I had a really good time with you. Yeah. Guys. Thank you so thank much. You. Well, that's good. All right, thank Abby. you. Guys. What's the name of the we're record? Way guys? better than they said. What's the, the name of the record? The and the musical orgy. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was, They're gonna think that's the <laughs> name of it. Hey man, where's this Drake wife? The uh, musical orgy. I can't find it. God. It's the optimistic. I've been looking everywhere, and now I'm looking at porn. Shit. <laughs> oh, look at the size of track nine. Jesus, I gave up. <laughs> forgive me for being a part of this conversation. I gave up porn two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't watch porn. I listen to it. All right. <laughs> Come We're on. done. Bye. Right. <laughs> Love country. Talk to Chuck.